When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, you sound like an alien to me, so I'm going to hang up and call you right back. Hello, Jessica. What's up, Elsie? What is up? Are you ready? Are you ready for some football? Just kidding. Didn't he get fired? He totally I don't got know, fired. That would never happen on this show. Exactly. Yeah, no. I don't know anything. No, about right. It. No, I just know every time I see I hear are you ready, I always say that. <laughs> I think that guy Funny. got fired. But anyway. Right. So here's a guy this is sort of like um how would I say it? Like a hot topic. I think it's a hot topic. And it's been a hot topic since the inception of podcasting, if you will. Which is donations. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a hot topic. Yay or nay. Yay or nay. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to discuss also models, yeah. like models yeah. Yeah. of, you know, of, of this kind of stuff. So yeah. what do you think? Donation. Donations. Um, we'll get into the nitty gritty right away. <laughs> well, so like donations come under the, oh, I guess I shouldn't go down that road. I was going to say donations go under the um, category of support and reviews. And I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about that this time or just donations. We can just huh. let's just talk about donations. If we get to reviews. Okay. Yeah, if that, that could be a bonus because we have talked about that in the past. And I'm sure this is going to be a topic that we can talk about for I still want to, every I single episode. I still episode. want an answer to how yeah, I know. to ask yeah. for reviews without feeling like a heel. But yeah. <laughs> I don't have it yet. Okay. So donations. So um, – I've been noticing in in gathering the materials for the podcasting for podcasting school for women, all okay. different ways that people ask for donations, and some are just overt and and just plain old like like NPR support NPR because we can't do this show without you, and then some are like kind of hilarious. <laughs> okay, so like I want to share with you like Adam Curry. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know oh, if yeah. you ever oh, noticed, yeah. like, his donation page. Absolutely. Well, not the, his donation page, but I have listened to um, – I have listened. I have listened oh, to see, his I show. Never listened. See, you're better at that than me. I never listen to anything. Because um, yeah, I'm obsessed, dude. It's the only way I consume content. Yeah, I know. So, like, <clears throat> meanwhile, I watch TV like nobody's business. But <laughs> – so if you go to the No Agenda Show, noagendashow.com, and you go under donations, um, okay. here are the donation programs, right? You can be, um, for a limited time, you will, for all $33.33 donations will be gifted an authentic podcasting license signed by podfather Adam Curry. Like, what is that worth? Diddles. But right. it's hilarious. I would love right. to have a podcasting license from Adam Curry. I think that would be fantastic. And, right? Okay. Oh. And that's because they're on show 333. Now, you can also be knighted and have a no-agenda knighthood. So if you <laughs> if you contribute 
$111.11 for 11-11-11. Or take advantage of the $111.11. You can get your knighthood in 10 months. Which is like, first of all, why does that take so long? (laughs) Or you can get instant knighthood for like $1,000. Or you can be knighthood layaway for $50 a month. Ah. Which is like, again, nonsensical, redonkulous, but hilarious. Like why it's, – it's a creative way of like making people feel like they're getting something for their donation instead Absolutely. of just begging for support, which I think is funny and cool. I love the mothership boarding pass. The mothership boarding – wait, I didn't even <laughs> – hold on. Let me get to that. <laughs> Where is the mothership boarding pass? <laughs> I know, I just passed it's it. It's like if you go down after night layaway plan, <laughs> if you keep on scrolling down, it says still available for 3333 mothership the boarding mothership pass. Board, you'll get a numbered boarding pass for the mothership, which Adam is convinced will arrive <laughs> to save the planet and take away only those holding the boarding pass. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even stand it with him. So okay. anyway, so... I am I am in the current process of putting together my support page. Uh-huh. And Elsie, if you just want to go to, because I just put up the homepage, even though there's okay. nothing on the actual page. If you go to ladybusiness.biz and you scroll down, uh-huh. you can see the okay. support button and it has a big okay. bra on it. Okay. Because it oh says, because we oh my all God, oh my God. support once in a while, right? Oh my God, that is so perfect. Dude, you just are my hero yeah, when it comes to this stuff. It's so cheeky and sometimes. so perfect. Right. But so I oh haven't God. quite, I'm actually, this is actually why I want to talk about this today because okay. I have not quite figured out what my approach is going to be for support. Should I do the whole like lady business can't do it without you? Uh, if you enjoy the show, please consider. Or should I go Adam Curry's route and just make shit up to to give people? I don't necessarily want to get in the business of sending things out. However, right. I could make a cafe press item, and then every time I get support over the amount of I don't even know, like fifty dollars, send a T-shirt or a mug or something. Hmm. You know, something that costs yeah, me yeah. less. I think that's the, that's the hard part. I think that's the hard part. You know, it's the, this is how they do it a lot of the time and no agenda is, you know, my first, first of all, no agenda. It has a very, very like engaged audience. I mean, they're like gung ho, crazy pants people. And he's been around for forever. Yes. And then the no agenda show is also really long. I think it's about three hours or see. more long. It's know. like super pants, like crazy pants long. Um, and they do have like they have set up specific times during their show to really go off and thank their people. So everybody gets a mention. And I think that there's some sort of highlight hour, to yeah, it. Three hours, two hours, yeah. 42 minutes, three hours, 14 minutes, three hours. Seven, yeah, it's super long. Yeah. It's super long. So there Holy are crap. places where they, and when they're in the show, they really do a conscious, like, it's not like, Hey, if you want to donate, you can do that. No, it's a, it's like a serious, 
A push, yeah. It's kind of like the total, and you know, whenever the the public television shows do their weird thing where they interrupt the program, and you're like, "Oh, what happened? I was watching that show," and it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's like that. It's like that. But everybody, I, I assume, is used to it, and they do it in a way that's kind of organic to whatever the conversation is. Uh, but they do. It's a very big model, and it's amazing what people donate. I mean, they really actually do get completely and utterly funded. Yeah, by their producers. And and part of it is that they have kind of shifted it on its head and made it seem so much more fun than it is, number one. And number two, they do get a say in the content. It's kind of like they are like they've been pushed to say they are the producers of the show. So if they if these people decide this is a topic they want to address or this is something that they want to really push, they they will do it, you know? Okay. So they have the audience members have so a the certain, nights they're allowed. Yes. To... So there's certain, <laughs> so there's certain, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like certain power that comes from donating the money, the kind of power that you would to some degree give your producer. If you were, if you had a producer, an executive producer of your show. Yeah. It says, so, producers, but you have to donate a thousand dollars in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, so, you know, I think, fair. Yeah, so if anyway, they, they... If anybody donated $1,000 to my show, I'd certainly give them some say. Right? Don't you think? So anyway, there's there's that model. And of course, you know, they're running all this on their own. So they have set up their own dealio. So I yeah. believe... I'm not sure... It, I actually haven't gone through the process because I have not contributed. Right. So um, I don't know what kind of process they have set up to kind of oh it's all pay it's just paypal no another so basic go ahead go ahead i'm just saying that it was just set up for paypal so you basically just yeah you just paypal them it's just paypal them like you just go yeah. follow the links and it's a paypal thing and you just kind of do it i'm almost tempted to get the mothership boarding pass just in case <laughs> <Does> it- <laughs> <laughs> what if he's right just because it's, of course, right? I'll yeah, yeah. One. And if you listen to Adam, if you listen to him for three hours, then you will all of a sudden be getting that motherboard. Yes, really. you will get the boarding pass. So, so yeah, there's that. But then, you know, if you want to do it the way that a lot of people are doing it right now is via the Patreon model, you know, because that's like the super famous thing that people are doing right now uh, for patreon.com. The Patreon.com model, which is exactly, exactly what we were just talking about. But it's a, it's set up um, specifically to create this whole uh, ability to... I'm a creator. I'm a patron. Yeah. So then right here, what you do is it's kind of like a Kickstarter campaign, sort of, but it's ongoing. It never stops. And it's basically for people who are, uh, are artists and creatives. So people who come to Patreon are, that's exactly what I just said, artists and creatives. So it's like somebody who's creating a comic book, somebody who's creating an art piece, somebody that's a musician, somebody that's doing that kind of stuff that is looking for support for their art. And so a lot of podcasters have taken this model to get the donation. So they have So they're signing up through Patreon or they're doing it on their own site? No, they're signing up through Patreon. So they're getting a Uh Patreon page. What do you think about that? I don't know what I think. Well... I actually was really enamored by the concept because of this, but I'll, I changed my mind, but I want to show you why I really liked it. If you go to that Patreon page, if you see it right in front, 
at least at this moment, if you start to scroll down, you'll see that there's a T D T N S, the Daily Tech News Show, yeah, right there on the bottom. You see that? Okay, yeah, click on that. Tom Merritt. Yes. So Tom Merritt is one of my Tom Merritt is one of my heroes. Like I just adore him. I think he's a fantastic, phenomenal um, content creator, and he has been in journalism for a long time. He's a tech journalist, but m mainly a host, and he's been basically doing daily tech news for years. For in many dip, like he started at um, CNET, then he went to Twit, you know, with Leo Laporte, and then Leo let him go, and this was a very big thing that happened because Tom had a huge following and he's like I said he's very good at what he does so when Leo let him go from his from his last show which was called Tech News Today basically he was left jobless right he was left like without because he was getting paid like a regular person for doing his show his daily tech news show so he basically was like okay people you my audience I'm going to start a daily tech news show and I'm going to need you guys' help so he started a patron model, and now look at how much he's making per month. Twelve thousand, yeah, eleven thousand dollars a month. Is that not it's crazy? amazing? Yeah. So he started this. It's a dream. Jan January. He started podcasting this his his show like this. It was it's the same model he's always done many years. He started podcasting the news again, just daily tech news. Um, January, which is when his contract, when he was basically, his contract was up with Leo and he just started to do this stuff. And he has been pushing this. That's it. And people have signed up and they are just totally loving every moment of it. People have designed, somebody designed his logo from his audience. Somebody created the music, I believe, as well. Um, and people are creating um, uh, commercials for him. Basically, they send in the the whole, you know, you need to support, you know, daily tech news via patron, and they do it. They send in that stuff. Man, Isn't that amazing? I really love that. So, that How much do you have to give to the patron? Anything? Uh, anything. You don't have to. You can do one at – he basically like, sells it. What do they get it out as, of it? Um, I think you can see – let me see. Maybe just, I think if you click through – I think that he really didn't do too crazy. Like right there, it says pledge $1 or more a month. And yeah. if you click on that, I think it gives you like, it's super easy. It's like, it's super, there's no, you're not trying, you're not getting anywhere, anything. Just thank you. No, I know. But I guess what I'm saying you know? is what's in it for the company, for Patreon itself. Oh, I see. I, th I have a feeling that they must get <laughs> some sort of, you know, just like Kickstarter. There has to be some sort of. Like or like PayPal, or like some, some kind of fee to, to do this. And so you basically, yeah, I, I've never signed up for a patron thing. But see, this is the beautiful, beautiful way to do it. Now, if you go back to and you start to look at all the different now podcasters that have gotten patron, because, of course, podcasters listen to Daily Tech News Show. Right. And so they're like, I want to do that, too. And then all of a sudden you have, like, you know, the guys in the basement who are like, I'm going to make all this money if I just get a patron page, right? Yeah. And so they're doing this show and they're trying to get people to sign up for their stuff. And it's like, you know, $5 a month from like one person. <laughs> yeah. So. Like I'm yeah. looking for other podcasters. I see. I don't know. Oh, you can see. Oh, no. Those are just people who like it. Search at the top podcasts. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, see. there's a couple different ones. Oh, here's one from Philadelphia. 
Surviving Creativity is Creating Podcasts. He has 73 patrons. He makes $129.70 per episode. Kind of nice. That's not bad. Um, And then let me see. Like, it says give $1 per episode. Become a patron. Now, see, I wouldn't do an episode. I would do a month. Hmm. Because I have eight episodes a month. So he's basically asking for $8 a... I mean, I don't know how often he does his thing. Um, Right. But still, that's cool. Yeah, so there's there's those things. It's just that, of course, you know your audience that they'll kind of they'll kind of dictate what it is that you want to do. It. I know there's another one, Geek Geek Beat TV, um, oh, it has it. a yeah. big uh, has a big following, and I think yeah, big big Geek Geek Beat. Yeah, this guy doesn't TV. have a huge following. He just has you know he has yeah. seventy three patrons. Um. Anyway, that's really interesting. And this yeah, is so a this good is way an to inter- not beg. Is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. You, you just send them over to have, you know, but the same thing though, it's like, you know, Tom does a very good job. Well, the thing is he doesn't have advertisers and his whole point was, I don't want to have advertisers for this show unless I really, really have to. So what I sell is basically himself. So he's basically saying, if you want, if you like this and you want this, donate a dollar a show. Mind you, he's got a big audience and he's does a daily tech news show. So he breaks it down that way. Instead of month, he does a daily thing. So, you know, that's a lot of shows a week. I mean, and a lot of shows a month. That said, though, this is just like one way to do it. There's like the other way to do it, which is sort of like um, the subscription model, which is kind of like donation-based, but you are yeah, kind like, of adding... Yeah, what's the difference adding... between this and what Libsyn offers, which is... Right. It's kind of like, I don't, know if, I don't know if you've ever kind or of heard an app. Right. Have you have you ever had the Mar- heard the Mark Marin show by any chance? Yeah, of course. Okay, so that guy, well, he keeps his last fifty shows for free. Yeah, this and then is the what... rest of it is in the back catalog. So that this if is you Keith want, Keith and the girl, let's visit them too. Yeah, yeah Marin yes. and Keith and the girl. Yeah, so those two guys are doing that sort of like everything. Something's behind a paywall, and yeah. what Mark offers is the fact that it is a community so you're still you're donating to him right? Right, right and and then you have like the my Libsyn model which is what Libsyn offers it offers you the ability to have like a paywall uh, website right so that you look at the content via that paywall and that you can go through in your computer if you want or and and actually it, this is an addition to you have an app that is like a free app and so if you are uh, somebody who is has a subscription to that show then there are certain like only for that, those people in the app like you'll you'll see in the app there's like an episode you want to listen to when you tap it it'll say like oh you're not a subscription model server person <laughs> You yeah. need to be a subscription owner to access this content. And so it's accessible to you via the app or it's accessible to you via the mm. the website. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that there is uh, an email list attached to it. So there is a way for you to also have uh, an email uh, to be able to send emails to your subscribers yeah. and to upsell as you desire or not or whatever within the context of that. Lipson takes and a pretty good chunk though. They take like half or 40%. Like, it's something like that. 30 yeah. to 7, 30 not to that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just saying they, they right. take a but, good percent. But here's the other thing too. You can set how much you want. 
So it could be like one ninety nine a month, or you could do a nine ninety nine subscription. So it depends on what you do. It That's Mommy true. Media also uses the Libsyn model. Now Keith and the girl set up their own subscription model. I'm not quite sure how. Yeah, what I don't they're know using. how they keep it behind a paywall. But what they do is, so they have bronze, gold, and silver, and it's fifteen dollars mm-hmm. a month for the lowest amount, and you're allowed to download up to twenty shows a day. And, you know, if you are a big fan and you have a reason to listen to 20 shows at once, that's a good deal because um, they have 1,800 shows, you know. Right, that's a lot of shows. Yeah, like almost (laughs) 2,000 shows. So if you are, you know, obsessed with their show and you can't stop listening to it, that's a good deal, 20 a day. And then the gold, which is $100 a year or so, you could download 60 a day. Now, again, why... God, why would you need 60 of their shows in one day? But for some reason, you know, people must do it. Or maybe it's not even that. It's just for the support and that's it, you know? Yeah. And then same with the silver. It's like $70 for like six months or something. And the whole thing's on PayPal. But but like you said, I'm curious, if you're not going to use the Libsyn model, how do they how do they allow the show? They must have like a down, download pages. You get access but- to... Yeah, maybe. And see, so if you start to think about that, you know, because I, I think that the, the way that you kind of, um, okay, how much work do you want to do to set up your subscription? Yeah, right. How much, you know, how much are you, you going to be? just do it. Yeah, you just do it. You, somebody else is taking care of it for you. There's a problem that happens, you know, they'll fix it. You know, it's that right. kind of stuff. Right. If you want to do it on your own, I'm sure you can too, but I'm sure you're still going to have to pay some sort of you're going to have to pay somebody something monthly, yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody, you know what I mean? Like somebody to, to deal with your money. I mean, if you get a lot of people, you're going to have to, at some point pay for it. It's just a matter of what percentage of it is worth it to you. And, and is it time versus money yeah. support, you know, that kind of stuff. Now what Keith and the girl have done in the past as well is they've done the Kickstarter uh, campaigns where they've raised money specifically for certain things. Yeah. They raised money to like redo their entire, I think their studio setup or something That's like cool. that. And then, so they did like a marathon. That's what they did. They did a Keith and the girl marathon where they basically broadcast straight up for like, I don't know how many hours nonstop. And it was like, yeah, one of those telethons, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. And that's what they did. And they raised, they actually got hit, uh, hit both of those Kickstarter campaigns both times um, to to be able to, to do what they needed to do, both to raise money for the website. That's what it is. I think they did a whole rebuild of their website and their studio. I don't know what it was, something like that, which I think, you know, if you want to raise money and be really specific with your audience, this is what you're helping me do. That's another thing that you can address. Yeah. Um, I just want to know, yeah, I mean, because I know what Libsyn gets, and I wish we could have, like, a compare. And then the other thing is, like, Elsie, is it cheesy to have more, like, would it be bad if I had an app that you could get with um, paid content through Libsyn and a Patreon page? Do you have to sort of choose one or the other? I don't think so. It just depends on, it's just like everything else, you know? Like, when you are having a show, this is what drives me crazy about about podcasts right now. And I think from my own taste in terms of listening to people, if there's like one call to action, that's, that's, that's the way to do it. Because if you start with, leave me a review, you know, rate and review, leave me a comment, send me some feedback, do that. And and it's the same thing with this stuff. It's like, you know, if you have just a patron page, just funnel everybody there. Or if you want people to buy your app, just funnel everybody there because people can't do it all. 
um, I, I feel maybe two tops. It's not that it's wrong. It's just that it's really hard to close something up and then say, support our sponsors, go and do this. Now go sign up for that. If you don't want to do it that way, you can always do it this way. And it's like, you get super confused. Mm-hmm. That's my only, my only thing. If you, you know, if you can do it in a, in a really wonderful way, um, Hey, why not? You know, like however that is like streamline it for your audience. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I know for myself, the only thing that I subscribe to that I, yeah, that I'm like kind of like a part of and have, you know, supported in the past and, and still continue to support is screencasts online. Uh, Don McAllister's screen, screencasts online, which are screencasts. These are video screencasts, screencasts. And he gives to all of his subscribers, he gives two screencasts a week about um, Mac related apps, updates, uh, and iOS. So that's how I get you know, up to date into the latest and greatest in terms of the Mac sphere. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it every week at all. In fact, I only go into and watch it maybe when there's an update, like a new, like into the new, you know, whatever operating systems coming up, right. there's a new app that I kind of thinking of, of purchasing or whatever. Cause usually it does a really in-depth review on it and a really in-depth like walkthrough how to use stuff. And that's how I've learned how to use things like pages and numbers and how to update my operating system and new apps that are going to be helping me in terms of like my iPhone. Like that's how I do it. I don't listen. I don't watch it all the time. But I think it's a really great service, and I love Don McAllister, and he is has been doing this, holy cow, for years now. And mm-hmm. he built that subscription model all on his own. So he provides one, I believe, one free tutorial or maybe two free tutorials a month that you mm-hmm. can download, you know, from iTunes. And then everything else is behind a paywall. Mm. So... Usually whenever you see something really cool, like he'll break down like the new iMovie or, you know, something that you really kind of want to get into, that's behind the paywall. (laughs) It's always like, oh, gosh, darn it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff where it's like the garage band tutorials. Those are all behind the paywall. So um, you kind of have to, but it's, it's fairly inexpensive. Yeah. That's the thing is that the idea is to make it cheap. Yeah. So it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah, and then he also provides PDFs to go along with it, as well as a now he's got Screencast Online Magazine. Now, this is something that's been new that he's been doing that is really cool. So he is providing um, basically a, a Screencast Online Magazine only for iOS and you know iPad and stuff like that. And you can see all the tutorials through the magazine. And I think it's an added value again. So all the subscribers get that. And if you don't want to subscribe, you can buy one-offs um, when you go into iBooks or I think that's what it's called. Or Is it screencasts.com or something else? It's at screencastsonline.com. Okay. Screencastsonline.com. And so when you see his magazine, you can buy like in the magazine in the iOS apps, you know, the newsstand mm-hmm. thing. You can buy one-offs if you want from the magazine. I don't know how much he sells it for. And, but if, it's a, if you're a member, you get them for free. And he ha, you know, he's doing it like just for iOS because obviously he's a Mac guy. 
So his users are going to be using iOS stuff anyway. So it's not like he's trying to sell you on anything else. So when you um, become he, a member, it's quarterly, yearly, $100 a year. Yeah. Ah, yes. He's very, he's super, super awesome. He sends you an email, lit, an email whenever his new tutorials are up. And it basically tells you what the tutorials are for that week. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, you can kind of like check it out. And his tutorials are like top notch. I mean, beautifully, beautifully made. And he's making a living and he has been li- making a living off of podcasting for all intents and purposes since for years now. For years. Since the dawn of time. S- since the dawn of time. Seriously, I think he was the first, one of the first people who started monetizing right away. And he just had a model set up and boom. People really liked his stuff from the get-go. He, but mind you, he offers a service. Yeah. It's an, it's an educational thing. Right. So, so, so now that, I so. feel overwhelmed. I'm not sure how to go about <laughs> doing the support thing. There's the support for free model, and then there's the support and I'll give you something model. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, it's like it depends on what your business model is, you know, and – and, and, you know, Don has a workflow. I've heard his workflow. He's finally started to out before he was doing it all himself, but now he's starting to outsource certain workflows with team members and he's able to grow, you know, what he's been doing. Um, but he's, it's streamlined. I mean, his work is amazing, but it's now super, super streamlined in the way that he does it. Um, and you know, it's been working for him, mind you, he's been working and he's created it all himself, which is really interesting because this whole website was, is not, it's, it's by no means a Squarespace. It's not a, it's not a WordPress site. It's been, it was designed for him, this entire CMS. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, it was just so, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a whole, it's a whole bottle of wax. So, um, but the, there's simple ways to do it where you're not making like a living where you can just have like a PayPal button. You can have like something like an opt-in with a little sweet little gift that could perhaps, you know, change to a, some sort of lead or maybe just grow your audience in some way. Or of course, there's a swag. You know, you could just yeah, do a cof- I love a cafe the idea press of swag. Thing. So fun. I know. I like it as well, but I haven't found a place that I really totally super connect with. That I'm like, this is awesome. You're not you know? into cafe just, press. Not that much. But then maybe I should give it a sh- shot again. I th- I just think you know what it is. It's like every time I bought from Cafe Press, all of a sudden I'm overwhelmed with the with the emails that they send afterwards. Oh yeah, That's you a- know it's just sure. like I'm like I don't want to keep buying T-shirts, and it's just too many emails. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously the really like the the kind of passive way of doing it. What I've seen people do is the Amazon. Not Amazon affiliate. I can't say that. You know, like you have an Amazon thing inside of your website. And if somebody clicks through there and then does in their shopping, then you get the affiliate commission for that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I've heard people do that. And of course, it's not like too crazy, but, you know, some people uh, do use that model in a sort of like a super passive way to make super passive income. Yeah. Yeah. so. I want to go back to this podcaster guy, Tom Merritt, creating podcasts, making $11,000 a month. <laughs> I want to see what he – because if I become a patron, it says any amount is appreciated, but you have to do it per month. Yeah. 
Um, yes. There's no option to stop after one month. Oh, it does say all payments can be canceled at any time. You're only charged at the beginning of the next month. So you can review, edit, and cancel all pledges before then. But you have to take the initiative to do that. You know what? That's almost in anything, though. In yeah, all yeah, honesty, yeah. it's like you have to you because the whole point of a subscription model is that some and then this is really sad to say but it's like buyer beware i mean how many times have yeah, you bought something where no, it just keeps on coming up and you're like oh my god no i'm not worried about it i'm just saying i can't ask people for five dollars a month and then send them a t-shirt after they've hit 20 you know i'm not keeping track of that that's crazy oh i see i see what you're talking about like is I there a way you know about. what i'm saying yeah like his reward like he you can be a patron for his show but he doesn't offer rewards, whereas, like, I'm, I'm like, looking at the setup for how to set up. And um, there's go- he has goals. If you get, if eventually he gets to 20000 a month, he can do video production. If he mm-hmm. gets to 50000 a month, he can take the show on the road and, like, come visit you, which is what I would like to do eventually. Right. Um, but, yeah, ha- getting to that point. And then it's, like, again, there's no rewards, whereas, like, you can also, you can set it up so that, if they donate X amount, I guess per month, you you can give them a reward. I don't know right. would be. This is I where I was thinking it, about swag. Right. And I think that may, maybe that w- would work better. I've never yeah. worked with Patreon, so I'm not quite sure what the setup is in the back end of things. But I'm sure that you... Do, do you think you get a list of the people who are signing up, you know, and then, and then and this yeah, is when it becomes kind of like, uh, yeah. I don't know, like how you can contact them. Like, what's the thing? I mean, do they opt in to get stuff from you? And I, there's something to be said about you setting it up on your own so that you can get, even if it's like a monthly thing, that's like one thing. But if somebody decides to do the whole, like, you know, $11,000 or whatever, a thousand dollar donation, then maybe they automatically get that specific swag and you get a name and, and there's like a deeper connection, if you will, with people where you know who they are because mm-hmm. they're your patrons. They're like, you know, even if you're not using Patreon, that they're your patrons, you know, they're the ones that are like supporting you. So um, I guess the more they offer, the more they do, the better swag you offer to them. Yeah. As opposed to, you know what I mean? So, because you can set up a subscription for a dollar a month through PayPal. You don't need them to do that. It's cute. Right. <laughs> Yeah. You know, but I know how yeah. to do that through PayPal on my own. You know, just yeah. going under selling tools and then hit my subscriptions and then you can make a you can make a subscription button or upload your own flipping button if you want. Yep. Yeah, I can make this whole page in my theme just copy the exact thing. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. It's like what what is it that you're paying for? Are you what are you paying for and and what level and of skill do you have to be able to do this? Now, there's another aspect of this that I think in terms of the subscription model that perhaps is not talked about very much is the support. Like uh, who's going to be taking care of the issues of, "Wait, I didn't sign up for this." Yes, you did, lovely. You yeah. you signed up for this on this date. Well, I didn't know that it was going to be month to month. You know what I mean? Like you'll get all that stuff or like it hasn't been canceled or credit cards that no longer work. Like there's all of that stuff that you got to deal with in terms of how are you going to support this subscription model? Um, That's a good yeah. point. Because uh, I know that those issues arise all the time. But this uh, way now, if I, but if you build it on your own, you have your own PayPal buttons for just people who want to donate monthly to you. And then 
you can set it up so that, hey, for a dollar a month, you can be a supporter. For $3 a month, you can get the premium content through my Libsyn. For a year, I could still have my own buttons, though. I, I wouldn't ha- and then, you know, they would both lead to the My Libsyn page. But at yeah. least I would have an explanation of how it works, right? On my right. own. I would have control yep. over it on my own. Yep. As opposed to click here to go to Patron. Click here to go to My Libsyn. Click here to buy right. a T-shirt on Cafe Press. Because I can't do right. any of this crap on my own, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So no, I, so yeah, so it absolutely depends on what you're willing. And and again, it's like everything else. You know, there's people who outsource their entire podcasts. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, I just you know I don't want to do the edit. I don't even want to learn how to do the editing. I kind of want somebody else to do it. I don't want to do my show notes. They'll transcribe them. Oh so God, you know, and there, there's people, and there's some people who are totally into it, and they're like, "I want to do soup to nuts. This is what I love to do." So it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Um, and in again, your end game, like how? Yeah, you might just give up. You'll start doing the tense, like too much work for me to handle this all on my own. Yeah. <laughs> so. And Mark has so. a good model. It's a pre- he just calls a premium accounts. $2 a month, $5 for six months, $9 for the year. I mean, who wouldn't do yeah. the year? It's just so. Right. And it's super simple, right? It's super simple to be able to get all of that content. You get access to it. It's, it's very streamlined. You don't have to worry about it. He basically just sits back and everything is was set up for him. So, yeah. you know, you don't. You don't have to think about anything else. You just kind of just continue doing the content. And his content is really good. And there's been so many times where I'm like, oh, my God, he had so-and-so on? Oh, crap. It was like episode number, whatever, you know, and it's no longer free. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. You really want to listen to that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But you don't have a premium membership. No, I don't have a premium membership. But it's like I consider it. It's just that I honestly don't listen to Mark as often as I really, I get obsessed with him when I listen to him. I'm like, he's so good. And then I forget. He's so good. Yeah. So. He's such a good comedian. He's, he's just a good interviewer too, though. I yeah. really like his interviews. He's just really good at them. So. Whoops. I hit a, Whoops. I hit a, I hit a play. You hit a what? I hit a play <laughs> on one of his things by accident. Oh, you did? Oh, oops. Okay. his lips and page. So you can only, so you can't, means you can't listen through iTunes. You can only listen through the My Libsyn page if you have premium content. Yeah. And, and you can also listen through the app. So you would have your own app. Oh, see, I don't know how on I your phone. that. They can't listen through iTunes. On your phone. Well, no, because it becomes like, you know, the majority of people listen to one, two or three podcasts a week, if that. And if you're just listening to Mark Marin, why wouldn't you just want to open the Mark Marin app? Like the WTF That's app. That's certainly true. So then it's like, yeah, if that's what you're like totally rocking with, you have everything right there. All the extra content, you have everything just there instead of having to go into, I don't know about you, but I'm not a really good big fan of opening iTunes as a whole, as an app no, on my really. computer. I'm like, I don't. And it stalls. Yeah. It's yeah, terrible. totally. And you know, that the, uh, the podcasts app is becoming a little bit more usable, but in all honesty, I don't use it. I use three others. <laughs> Never that one because I don't like it. I think it's simplistic and maybe they did, they just did you know, a new update, which we'll might talk about in the future, but I still don't use it. I'd rather pay for another app that gives me what I prefer for me as a, as a super stellar podcast listener, crazy pants person. So 
Um, so so on his own it. website, you can get the episodes yes. that are free, but he doesn't, there's no pages to go all the way back to, I'm so confused. There's no pages to, he only has, I guess, the most recent 10 or the most recent 50 or whatever it is he's offering that, yes. the, that are free. Yes. And then stops updating or hides them or something. And then, uh, and then yes. they only go into my Libsyn. That's yes. Hmm. Yes. Can you do my Libsyn um, premium content that's not episodes, but just attachments and stuff, so yes. that all the episodes are still free? But if you want transcripts, yes. Okay. So you can do whatever you want. You can do videos. You can do cool. PDFs, and you can do other audio if you want other audio pieces. So there are different ways, and there's a lot of people, a, a lot of um, other podcasters that use that model for education. It's really, really good because for the education model, you get like all the extra stuff. So let's say you're yeah. teaching English to somebody, and then you I, have like a whole lesson. And then if you have the My Libsyn thing or the subscription model, then you can just go in and you get all the other stuff. Like you'll get like tests, you'll get the transcripts, you'll get, you know, the vocabulary words, you'll get all that stuff you can have in the back end. Mm. which is really, really good mm. for that kind of stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. So reading lists, quizzes, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you can really do all that as well. And that's why you can charge it as much as you want. So if you want to have something that's more higher end, then you off, you deliver on the content that is behind the paywall um, that goes along with whatever you're talking about. I think it's harder to do something like that when you're doing like a general even if it's a niche kind of focused interview show, mm -hmm. unless you're going to do, I don't know, something super specific. If you're talking about, you know, an interviewing a, a businesswoman talking about, let's say what we're talking about right now, premium models. Mm -hmm. And then let's say we offer the premium, you know, bonus feature for this episode. It would be a walkthrough of Patreon, a walkthrough of my Libsyn, a walkthrough of all the, you know, you know, WordPress plugins that create you know the subscription model thing like something like that that is super like above and beyond what we're talking about now mm -hmm. so yeah so interesting and you know we we haven't even really touched on the fact that like it's certainly easier to both set up it's easier to set up if you're just going to accept donations and nothing else because you can do the patreon.com which is easy to set up, or you can just do a subscription button and have it on your site without giving anything. It's when you want to give something back for the donation that stuff gets tricky. And yet, to so many of us, including me, that's what feels better because we don't want to accept something for what we consider, I guess, nothing. Although we are doing the show, it's not nothing. Mm -hmm. Doing the show is not nothing. It's time-consuming. It's work. It takes skill and effort to come up with good people to interview and good content or even if you have somebody not good to interview and you have to make it good <laughs> mm -hmm. no yeah <laughs> you're a skill, right. right so it is a skill and yet it still feels like give me a dollar a month for nothing when you ask you, for that on some yeah, level but seeing that and to some degree you got to get over that or not you know right. what i mean because <laughs> it would be like more of a mindset for you and, so and i true. think that maybe it comes easier for some of us than others um, and in, and in the reason that you started to do it in the first place. So, uh, and yeah. how much, and how driven you are to do it. Cause, cause you know, gamer tag radio, which is another one of the Libsyn shows that has like the, the app model where they, 
you know, they, when you purchase their app, you actually like what they're doing is they're going to be like going to E3, which is like the game, like the gaming, like convention. It's kind of like the Oscars for gamers, I guess, if you will, if you want to do it like that. And he, they go to the conference like once a year and they get interviews with everybody on the show floor. They get interviews with all these like, you know, gaming people that are super famous in the industry. And they only offer that extra feature. If you have their app, Mm -hmm. they only offer all of those bonus interviews. All of that bonus content is only available via their app. And that's, and they love to do it that way. That's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know how I think you get over the whole something for nothing thing? When enough people tweet you, comment, email you, and tell you how much they like it, you start to feel like, okay, I'm giving something here. It's not mm-hmm. nothing. At first, yeah. when you start, you feel like if anybody listens, they're doing you a huge favor. But at yeah. some point, over time, the table turns and you start to feel like, oh, maybe you're doing them a service and maybe you should get something for that service. But at first, I don't know about you because it's been a long time since you started your show, but like for me at first, if anybody was just like, I heard that and it was so great, I'd be like, thank you for listening. That's like the nicest thing I ever heard, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And you know, this is another interesting thing too because um, it depends also how long or if you have been doing business, you know, because if you have been doing business for a while for yourself, then maybe you yeah. have already kind of worked through that whole value for value, what is valuable and, and kind of getting over your own, like whatever mind blocks that you might have. But if it's like somebody like for me, I, at least for the yoga podcast, I still, I don't think I'm able to get over it because I started it from a purely like service focus, you know, and the more that I tried to monetize it, the more foreign it felt to me. That doesn't mean I don't believe in it though, because if I, like I, you know, like I said, I've been concepting other pieces of stuff that I want to put out right. and I absolutely will not feel like I don't have any hesitations in asking for something back from my audience because I know now how much work it takes. And that's actually one of the reasons that I'm not following up with the yoga stuff because it's for free. So mm-hmm. it's, you know what I mean? It's like, I'll offer it to you when I have time. I know that I'm really good at what I do. People play, pay a lot of money to work with me privately. And at this moment, I'm not getting any money from you. Not to say that that's the only reason I work, but at this moment, my time with my girls is more valuable than me offering a free hour class for you because it's going to take me an hour to record it plus more yeah. times to put it up. So it's like, if I have time, I'll do it and I'll do it from the bottom of my heart and, and with the expectation that you're not going to expect it from me again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, it's whatever's there, whatever is whatever, whatever's there. Right. Um, but if I was offering something consistent in depth and I was, you know, spending a lot of time to create this content, then I would say like, hell, like, throw me a bone. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. So I think it just depends on where you are also in your show, whether or not donations are the right thing to ask for. You should know, like, I feel like it's the right time. Also, another indication that it's the right time to accept donations is have people asked you where they can support you? Yeah, that's happened to me with the yoga stuff a lot of times. And even that uh, has been really hard for me. Because uh, it's like out of mind, out of sight. But yeah, that has happened. Like, where can I send yeah. you money? I've had that happen all the time. 
Yeah. Um, and I, you know, going to PayPal, I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I should definitely just do it just in case, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, why not? Is. Yeah. True. True that. It's I just that it's not. so out of mind. It's so out of mind for me. I'm not thinking, hey, yeah, not let's set up that. a PayPal thing. I just always, I'm and like. Lipson one is a service because we are your customers. So that's different. But maybe you, you could pontificate over how you might want to monetize this podcast if you do. Is it right. just a service? Do you want to travel around and have pod, women podcaster meetups in big cities? I know. How cool And how that? much would we need? I mean, we would need travel funds mm-hmm. at least, you right. and I. Or, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's something we're talking about not offline, which may be bad. But, like, if you haven't thought about it for Elsa's yoga class, maybe this maybe this is something you would want to think. Like, do we want donations? Do we have monetary goals? Are we just doing it for funsies? Right. Do we want True. to start selling T-shirts? Right. Let's say <laughs> she pot- I kind of do. Would love to see I love. People. I think that she, you know. Yeah. That would be, I believe me, it'll get in. I think we should definitely have t-shirts. Absolutely. Yeah. We've already had people asking for us. I think we should have um, it for podcast movement this summer, in fact. Yes, we should. I'd yes, wear mine. Yes, we should. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so there you go. So yes to all of that. Yes. I think it would be really great to be able to facilitate even meetups like um, around the country kind of thing. Yeah. I think it would be awesome to to get women podcasters together and to have stuff like that happen. Yeah. And what, Oh, speaking of that, here's another monetization model, which is kind of what it turned into here. Um, what is her name? Oh my God. I'm going to have to think about this. That Yogi, she's a Yogi tranquility du jour, tranquility, tranquility, tranquility du jour. And then you'll see what she does. Um, Kimberly Wilson, Kimberly okay. Wilson. She has been podcasting again, super forever and crazy pants ever. And what she does with her hubster and her doggy is that they travel in their like really cool little like mobile home thingy majigger. That's like old school, like fifties kind of thing. And they do, um, workshops around mm-hmm. uh, like events. Like she's, she's basically, um, started to do like workshops, like in real life workshops around her thing. It all started from a podcast. She began way back in the day. I think she started in 2005 for a podcast called hip tranquil chick. Mm -hmm. And she, um, it was all like a yoga thing, but she was her own like hip tranquil chick thing. And then she developed this entire brand around that. And then after that, her audience is super engaged. So they travel around and they do real live workshops um based upon her books and um all that kind of fun, fun stuff so this is something else that she does and it's fueled by her podcast mm, which is yeah books um it's amazing mm. she's very she's very very good um so she obviously has online stuff that you can do at your own pace but she also has face-to-face stuff where she'll have the meetups and you come in and you do basically a, a yoga workshop extra, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly what she does, but it's a really, really beautiful, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, meaning exactly in the terms that it's like a creative thing. Like there's lots of art involved, lots of pens and colors and cutting and crafty things in, in addition to the yoga stuff. So she's awesome. Kimberly Wilson is fantastic. So Ooh, I have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you have it. 
Maybe yeah. have it with that. So that would be an idea too, even for us. Yep. Some of the transcripts yep. of the show and um, turning them into learning tools based on what we talk about, I guess. Different. I mean, because this one, especially for me, has been very educational. Thinking mm-hmm. about all the different ways to accept donations and should you give something back, and we didn't really get into the psychology of it, but um, still interesting to think about. I'm sure we'll cover it again. Yeah, because and then you know what we starting yeah. with it. So again, it's one of those things where like I'm just starting with it, and after it goes for a little while, I'll be able to comment better on what's the more popular way to give. Is it right? You know, content. Is it a dollar a month? Is it grabbing a shirt? And also the other thing too is that we can ask our people to see when and how they would step deeper into some to, to a podcast and, and give money in a consistent basis and not get anything in return kind of like buying a course. You know, that it would be something that is really mm-hmm. just podcast centric. And, you know, because I know that there's been people who have wanted to do a live meetup, a live event or live retreat. And it's just like people go like, yeah, we want to do that. And then nobody signs up. Mm. You know, there's look at all the people that signed up for pot. I think they do want to do it. I think we just have to look in our this is my trick for Lady Business Radio is I've started to look at my stats for um, cities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, what city locations? That's where we would go. So like absolutely. if we have huge listenership in LA, we would do a meetup in LA. If it's huge in Texas, we would go to Texas. If it's, you know, Canada, we'll go to Canada. Right. And then that's not to say we can't do big live events, like a women's podcast movement, similar, but I'm just talking about like a dinner or a day where we just like get together. I don't know how, how it could be like a mastermind of topics uh, of stuff, like kind of like a pod camp for women only kind of thing where it would be very centric to, to, to that kind of stuff where it'll be like yeah, development, like, like podcast development, production. Right. Yeah. Like super hands-on sort of with lots of different voices in the mix. And I really like the idea of planning something like say in LA and then getting the LA podcasters to commit to doing a half hour or an hour workshop during that day. Yeah. So that we're all kind of putting it on, not just me and you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's fantastic because Especially- in that way, yeah, go ahead. Because that, that'll fuel the momentum of the movement itself to also continue so that it would be, yeah, of course, like we'd be sort of like the instigators, but that it would sort of have a life on its own. Yeah. Yeah. To continue around, which is what I've seen. I've seen lots of people do, you know, with like, Daniela Port has done that a lot with her book, you know, with a fire starter sessions where Mm -hmm. like a lot of people gather around and do them together and it just becomes its own sort of thing where people are kind of moving through that. Um, And, you know, I just was talking about trying to grow podcast audiences by connecting with other podcasts. And that's a really great way to do it because for so many different ways that just like the, the cohesiveness of community does so much mm-hmm. to drive um, engagement. So, yep. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yep. But I still think it would be fun if one of us could come when they have, oh, like, absolutely. They have like, yeah. day events and different cities. Kind of like Tori Johnson where like she does spark and hustle one in Washington, one in, Dallas, one in Atlanta. Yep. All different speakers every time or different sponsors. Be cool. Yep. I have big dreams, Elsie. I know I do. No, no, no. It's really good to dream that big. And that's, I think it, I think that really helps our listeners too, because podcasting is also kind of like being like an entrepreneur at home. It's like 
there's a there's a certain level where sometimes you get so small in your own kind of closet, if you will, because that's where you're recording or something, mm-hmm. and you kind of lose track of the bigger vision, and that's like the sort of like the pitfall of recording on your own. But then at the same time, when you start to hear conversations from the community, Ooh, then clicking. you start to see the possibility of growth. So mm-hmm. there's a little clicking. Oh, I went away. Oh, is it me? Yeah. I hope it's not me. No. A cat's laying no. on my lap, and therefore my mic. Oh, oops. Do you hear it? Nope. All right, sorry. Well, I'll let it go. No worries. All right. But I yeah, think that we've so done I, such a good good job at um, kind of diving deep into this topic today. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we did a good job. Please let us know, listeners, if we did a good job, what you think about donations, if you're going to try anything. I'd love to have you post your donation page either on the yeah. Or in the show notes, I'd love to see what you guys have set up or what you're thinking about doing. I, hopefully by the time this goes live, I'll have mine up and I can show you what I'm doing. You can tell me if it sucks. That would be awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll put a link. We'll definitely put a link in the show notes. Absolutely. And in, in post-production, if you will. And, you know, we can always update that because it'll always be out there. So, yeah. and we'll have links to all of these people we have mentioned to you. Uh, so that you can go check it out on your own and kind of be inspired of, of the world around and what the possibilities are to, you know, create a little bit of, of I don't know, back and forth between your audience and yourself, like a little uh, value exchange and some, whatever that might be for you and, and how best it might work for you in the future or right off the get-go. Because that would be really interesting to see if somebody starts a podcast and right off the get-go, they're asking for money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm happy. I'd love to see that. So... Um, there you go. So you can leave us feedback at, you can send us feedback uh, also in the email feedback at shepodcast.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much, Elsie. Thank you everyone to li- for listening. Thank you for joining me today, Elsie. You are so welcome. This was really fun and super insightful and a great conversation. I really love it. Me too. I love chatting. Okay. We'll see you guys very soon. Very, very, very.